Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking with Melissa Jakubovic about how she helps businesses scale in 90 days or less and add 10K plus to their monthly revenue. Melissa is also known in the industry as a lead generation genie, is an online marketing strategist, Facebook ads expert, the founder of Melissa Marketing, author of Hashtag Expert, and host of the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. She helps coaches and healers add 10,000 plus to their monthly revenue and scale their businesses in 90 days or less. She loves helping them end the feast and famine cycle and fill their one-on-one calendar and group programs so they can make an impact in their lives of others and abundance and freedom in theirs. She's also a single mom to two amazing boys. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thanks. I'm excited for you to be here too. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and like how you came to be here today? Sure, absolutely. So I run an online marketing agency. I've been running that for about five years now, fully virtual. And I had to create a schedule around my boys being a single mom. I had to be able to take care of them and actually take care of my sick dad as well. And it was really the only way to make this work where I could be everywhere at the same time. It was to have my own business, live life under my terms, That's how I came to be here. But before this, I actually owned a health and life coaching company myself, and I grew it through social media and online marketing. And then my health coach friends and my life coach friends asked me, hey, how'd you do that? Can you help us? (laughs) And so then I started helping them and realized that I love the marketing side of it. And so I actually closed down my health and life coaching company after two and a half years and morphed it into this marketing agency that helps coaches and healers. Um, So yeah, I've been doing online marketing for about seven and a half years in total, and it is so rewarding, so exciting. I love staying on top of all the trends and the algorithms and meeting people all over the world. That is really probably my favorite part of this is just being able to be connected so far away just from my office computer. It's just amazing. Yeah, you don't have any limitations in, in respect. Yeah, it's really been a blessing. It's it's helped me with my family and it's helped me um, reach people and, and make an impact and help others. And, you know, I don't have to own a giant office space and I can take my computer wherever I want to go. So it, it's a win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. We have three young kids too. So I totally understand that aspect. <laughs> So what are some of the common mistakes you see your clients making? You know, a lot of times people don't know who their target market is. They just say they can help everyone. And I see this a lot in the health industry because they say, well, everyone wants to be healthy. Of course, everyone's my target market. (laughs) And then when I tell people, no, I want you to niche down. I want you to pick one target market. People get really angry or scared or um, hesitant to do that. And so there's a misconception there. The thing is that your product and what you do and your service, it might help everybody, sure. But if you want to market your service in a way where you're going to stand out, you're going to become the expert in your industry and the authority that everyone wants to listen to, then you need to niche down to one 
specific target market and let someone else in your industry niche down to another specific target market. So yes, you can help everyone, but that doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and I see that all the time. It totally impacts your mark, your, well, I was going to say your marketing, but you're like who you're talking to too, right? Because if you like talk to everybody, yeah, you hit, yeah, talking to everyone, you hit no one. But if you talk to that one person, you still hit more people than just that one person. Absolutely. And it's not that you have to turn everyone down. That's not a good fit. You get to decide that on a case by case basis, but all of your marketing, all of the content that you put out there, the way that you speak, the language that you're using, it has to be directed towards that one target market. So that when that target is reading your content, for example, they're going to go, wow, is she talking to me? How does she know? How is she in my head? How does she know what I'm thinking? And that only happens when you are very strategic in selecting your target market and in the messaging that you use. Mm-hmm. So true. So you had talked about working with coaches and healers. Are they your ideal client then? Yes, my target market are health coaches, life coaches, and healers. Life coaching is a very big industry, so I do help anyone who is a life coach. So that can be a relationship coach or a career coach or a sleep coach for babies or a financial coach. So coaching is a big industry, but if they are running an online service-based personal branded business, then I can help them. Cool. How do they tend to find you? Like, do you spend a lot of time on Facebook or networking? There's so much. There's so much to that question. I, I truly believe that leads are everywhere. I believe in the abundance of life and in business. And I believe that manifestation is marketing. So I manifest it. I think that, um, I put out there what I want to find and I find it. And some of it is outbound where I'm looking for that perfect target market. And some of it is inbound from referrals and word of mouth. A lot of it comes from my social media on Facebook. I post really great content there that gets people talking and interested in what I offer. And then we start a conversation and hop on a call. So I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm actually not very active on Instagram. Um, you want to be where your target market is. And my target market is on Facebook and LinkedIn. So that's where I put most of my energy. Okay. What big goals are you looking to achieve over the next one to two years? Ooh, um, I always have big goals. So, um, <laughs> I'm on my way to make my first million. So I'm very excited about that. And that is coming soon. So that is a goal that I want to hit. Um, and then a little bit after that, I have a goal to own an apartment on the beach of Tel Aviv. So I'm working on that as well. <laughs> nice. What, how would those goals change your business? Well, I'm very goal driven. And so I sit down and plan out the first, uh, the next 18 months of my year, let's say when everyone's doing like their year um, resolutions or all that, I'm planning 18 months out. And so I reverse engineer my goals. If I want to make however much money, I need to figure out what does that mean I need to be doing every single quarter. And then I break down what does that mean I need to be doing every single month and then every week and then every day. And so I'm very strategic in that. And 
in order to make certain money um, goals or like milestones, I associate that with the programs that I'm bringing up and, and launching. So if I say, you know, I want to make, I don't know, just a random number, like $50,000 in, in this one month, this upcoming month, then I look at what I have that I can offer or what I need to create to create that number and reach that goal. And so my business moves in a very fluid way based on what I'm seeing in the market, what's working, what's not working. And of course, when you're in alignment with what you do and your purpose, then you have this flow of inspiration. And so when I feel inspired, I sit down and I create right away. And um, actually just released a toolkit um, last month that came from that inspiration. It came from what my clients were asking, what they needed, and I wanted to reach a certain income goal. So I created this awesome toolkit that um, now I'm running Facebook ads to, and I am reaching the goal. So you have the, the ability to create everything you need. It's like right under your nose and, or in your brain. And you just have to kind of release the tension of, oh my gosh, I need this money or I need these clients or, you know, I wish I had this. I wish, wish, wish. And hoping and wishing is not really the way to make it work. It's more about being strategic sitting down, figuring out what you specifically need to do, which steps you need to take, and then focusing on one thing at a time and, and putting action towards it. Thank you for, for that information. <laughs> Sometimes I'm always, I think I'm going to say amazed for the lack of a better word, but you're excited how people can sit down and do that and they can narrow it all in by, so your month, your week, your day. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but you know, that can change. So like if I sit in January and want to create the next 18 months and then September rolls around and it doesn't feel like it's in alignment, I have the power to change that and I can change what I've planned. Um, I actually do quarterly content planning. So I do sit down at the top of the quarter and I figure out what I'm going to post where, what I'm going to launch, what programs I'm offering, um, and, and try to make my promotional calendar planned out for three months in advance so that my content can relate to that and bring in the people that I need for that. So yes, I do the big over, over 18 month planning, but then I also am planning every day. Like even every night before I go to bed, I plan what's tomorrow going to look like. So there's the big goal and then you break it down into smaller pieces to make it more manageable. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there's any roadblocks that are stopping you from achieving your big goals? Um, at the current moment, no, but that's because I'm like high vibing right now. And so the thing that I feel makes me successful is to just always tap into positive mindset. So that doesn't mean that I'm always positive and it doesn't mean that everything always works out for me because it doesn't. Um, I'm human and you know, that's just life. Things are going to not go the way you wanted them to, or there'll be things that surprise you on the way. But the goal is to always tap back into the positive mindset. So you can, you can feel angry or upset or discouraged, but then you just stay there for a short while and quickly snap back. And so I don't feel like there are any roadblocks because I feel like everything that has happened happens the way it's supposed to. And I believe that every mistake and, and regret, if air quotes, um, it, it brings on a lesson, a lesson so that you can fix something, tweak something, change the way, you know, you're breaking a pattern or something like that. And so I feel like everything is helpful on this journey. 
Um, I don't feel like I'm stuck. That's why I say, no, I don't feel like there's any roadblocks, but there are days where I'm like, I don't want to do this. What am I doing? And I just, you know, those are the days I'm like, okay, no client calls. I'm going to go lay in bed and watch Netflix. But the next day I'm going to show up and I'm going to show up hard. So it's just really getting back up every time you feel knocked down. It's like the, the grit that keeps you running. And if you're in alignment with your passion and you really are feeling good about what you put out there to the world, then you're doing great. Like way to go you, you know, like <laughs> there's, there's ups and downs through the whole journey, but you got to enjoy the, the process on the way. And it's what we learn from it too, right? Oh, absolutely. I've learned so much in business, just being here still five years later and I'm still learning. It's every day is learning. And that's kind of the beauty of it. Mm-hmm. I think it would be boring if we stopped learning. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love learning. I'm, I'm like a sponge. I'm always trying to learn more and more and more. But the truth is some of us get stuck there and we just learn and then we don't implement. And so it's really important to learn, but then it's also really important to take what you learn and implement so that you can move forward. Mm-hmm. On that note, what's the best advice you have ever received? best advice I've ever received. I don't really think it's advice, but I will say that there have been parts, times in my business where I really didn't know what the future would hold. And I wasn't sure if I'm doing the right thing. And I wasn't sure if, you know, this was meant for me. There was actually eight months in my business where I didn't sign on a brand new client at all in the whole eight months. And I felt really discouraged. And I was like, what's wrong with me? You know, sometimes we get that imposter syndrome and we just feel stuck. And someone said to me, I believe in you and you're amazing. And look where you are now and where you were just three years ago. And it's a massive difference. And just hearing that it wasn't really advice, but it was understanding that like, I'm here for a bigger purpose. And yes, I'm, I'm running marketing for people, but I do that to help people because I know they have something amazing to offer and they just don't know other, they just don't know how to get that in front of the people who, who need it. And so I feel like I'm making an impact by helping others make an impact. And so just hearing that someone believed in me or having me like step outside of myself and see the growth that I have created um, is just a really good reminder. And so when things aren't going the way I want, I try to step outside of myself and say, be my own like cheerleader. Oh, look how far you've come. And really look like even Facebook shows us our memories. So we can go back and look on this day, five years ago, I was doing that. Wow. I wrote that (laughs) post. Wow. I'm so much better now. (laughs) So like you see your own growth. And I think having that external look into your own achievements is a really good way to kind of cheer cheer yourself on and celebrate the wins along the way, even if they're small. So I, I guess that's not the best advice, but the best uh, thing that someone has said to me that I, has stuck with me. Yeah. Sometimes we need to just pick our head up and just look around. Here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's the best advice you've ever given? Ooh, we have to ask all my clients. (laughs) Um, I think for business, it really is about mindset. 
I really feel like you have to have a strong belief in yourself because there are going to be, there are going to be people online who are going to troll your account and say negative things. There are going to be people who give you bad reviews. They're going to be maybe spouses and friends and family members who just don't believe in you or think like this whole thing is total BS. Like, what are you doing? Go get a job. And so you have to be the strength. You have to be the belief system so that you're attracting more people around you in your circle who believe in you and understand the path that you're on, but also to stand strong and show up and have that grit and really stick to your mindset every day and just see the vision of where you're going. Because if you don't see it, no one else will see it. But if you do see it, then you can put the actions that go along with that and create something amazing for yourself. This is your life. We don't have to do what our parents did. We don't have to do what everyone else is telling us to do. You get to create it. And so my advice is get up and create your life and don't let anyone stand in your way. I like it. Sometimes that can be the hard part though. That, that's totally <laughs> the hard part. It is. I mean, I've seen divorces take place because spouses were like, no, 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 no. You can't invest in yourself. I don't like what you're doing. This is stupid. Get off Facebook live. And sadly, that is the way it works. Like you want to be surrounded by people who support you. And if your spouse doesn't support you, it does make it harder. But on the plus side of that, they don't have to be the ones that support you. You know, you can get a business bestie. Uh, You can join Facebook groups that have entrepreneurs in it who are all going through the same thing as you. You'll have tons of support from strangers you've never met. And that's it. That's all it takes. If you believe in yourself, you can figure out a way to make it happen. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the beautiful thing about it, hey? I love Facebook groups for that. Like, I think that's one of the greatest things. It's like, you never have a cheerleader as strong as a stranger you've never met in an entrepreneurial group on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) They totally get it. Right. So is there anything that you would like to share that I haven't asked yet? Um, You know, I talk a lot about content. It's one of the things that people ask me about all the time and like, how often do you post and where should you post? And do you post in your business page, your personal page and which platform should I be on? And there's so many strategies out there. If any of your listeners want to follow me, you'll learn my strategies. But the, the thing that I think is most important is to find a strategy that works for you and then stick to it. It's really all about consistency. And so whether it comes to content or, you know, showing up on Facebook or getting on sales calls or whatever it is that you have to do in your business or even just creating things, um, it really comes down to the consistency component. You want to let everyone know that you are here and you are here to stay. You are open for business. And that, that comes through when you show up every day, even when you don't want to. So just being consistent is where you're going to see the success. And um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. I agree. Especially like staying focused too. Oh yeah. Focus. Focus is a hard one. Um, But if you can figure out like where you want to go and what is the most important thing you need to be doing right now, that's the thing you need to focus on. And, you know, I set a timer on my phone and shut everything down and work on one project at one time without any distraction. And I think that's the best way to get it done. And sometimes I'm like, Oh, I want to do this and this and this today. But like, I will go to the bathroom, I will get a cup of tea or something. And I will sit down and I'll say, until this timer comes off, 
until it goes off. You're not allowed to get up. You're not allowed to go to the bathroom. You're not allowed to check your email. You're not allowed to get on a phone call. You're not allowed to scroll Facebook. And so it's really discipline. Uh, discipline goes along with that focus. And when you're disciplined, you show up better. I mean, that's just proven. So it's, <laughs> it's tough, but if you can do it in small increments, at least to start, then it will make it easier instead of, you know, working 14 hour days. I know people who work 14 hour days because they're just trying all the things instead of being focused on the one thing. Mm. When you had mentioned no distractions, I was like, your boys must be a little bit older than my kids. <laughs> yes, I have a 12 and 13 year old. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you that it's still not easy. I honestly think teenage years are harder than little kids. <laughs> um, now that I've been through both, like everyone's like, Oh, the terrible twos. I'm like, no, the terrible teens. Um, so yeah, they'll still, they'll still want to come in. And especially when we're virtually schooling, you know, they know I'm in a meeting, they'll still come in and say, what's for lunch? Or can you help me with this? Or can you download this thing? I'm like, I'm in a meeting right now. So yes, there are some external distractions that we can't control, but we can kind of plan our day like around a nap time or waking up early or staying up later or getting someone to watch the kids for 30 minutes and you go to a Starbucks and use their internet or, you know, there's ways around it. Or my favorite thing is to sit in the car. So like <laughs> when I pick my kids up from school and then I drive us home, they'll get out of the car with their school bags. They'll go inside, they'll start their homework, have a snack and I'll stay in my car because it's silent and no one can find me. And then I can, you know, answer some emails and a phone. So there are ways to go around this. <laughs> That's your sacred time. No. Yeah. You might have to lock yourself in the bathroom, but you can do it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us today. How can people, how can people find out more about you and what you do? Well, you can go to my website at melissmarketing.com and there I have ways to learn from me and work from me and can also join my free Facebook community for coaches and healers. And also we have virtual assistants in there who support those types of businesses at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and we'll be in touch. Thank you so day. much for having me. Thank you. You too. Have a You're good welcome. One. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review and I'll catch you on the next episode.